0: This is episode 5 of my special series The Entrepreneur Alphabet, which I created to help you better grasp the skills it takes to be a successful entrepreneur and therefore avoid being the bottleneck in your business. I share practical A to Z insights across 26 short episodes, yes, 26 like the number of letters in the alphabet. In this episode, we cover the letter E for emotional intelligence big topic to say the least first let me give you a definition of emotional intelligence or EQ it covers five main domains one knowing your own emotions self-awareness which is recognizing a feeling as it happens two Managing emotions, in other words, handling your feelings so they are appropriate, for instance, shaking off anxiety. 3. Motivating yourself, the ability to mobilize your emotions in a service of a goal. 4. Recognizing emotions in others, it is called empathy and it is considered to be the fundamental people skill. And 5. Handling relationships, the art of relationships is in large part to be able to manage emotions in others. So why should EQ matter for entrepreneurs? I'm sure you've heard that being an entrepreneur is to be on a constant roller coaster of emotions. You can go from very excited to very anxious in a matter of hours sometimes. Entrepreneurship can drain you emotionally. It is understandable, I mean making the right choice with money on the line Or choosing to fire somebody is a difficult decision. The situations business owners must deal with have a direct impact on their mood and before they know it, emotions have submerged them. Emotions trump your clarity, blur your judgment. Emotions create stories in your heads and entrap you. Emotions make you react too fast and take the wrong decisions. Hence the importance of developing your EQ skills. Let's get deeper into each of the five domains I mentioned earlier. EQ starts with self-awareness, knowing your own emotions. You need to develop your ability to monitor your feelings from moment to moment. When you can't notice your emotions, you are left at their mercy, they control you. On the contrary, when you can, you become a better pilot of your life because you will develop a surer sense of how you really feel about the situations you are facing and therefore you'll be in a better place to decide. Over the years, I have become better at recognizing my emotions through introspection, It is the ability to look inwards to learn about something within yourself, examine it and find ways to grow as a result of that process. There are different methods to practice introspection. I used journaling for many years. I'm not trying meditation. Whatever tool you use, it's a personal journey and it requires time to develop such self-awareness, but it's worth it. Then, once you know which emotion is at play, you need to manage it. I can share with you the technique that I use with my clients to do so. First, you need to understand that your brain and your body are connected with each other. Emotions will always trigger a physical reaction. So if you are able to identify which physical reaction goes with which emotion, then you'll be able to do something about it. Perhaps even stop it before it starts. Let me give you an example. When my imposter syndrome shows up, I'm feeling sad, incompetent and vulnerable, to say the least. With time, though, I've come to realize that when the imposter syndrome plays with me, I will tend to curl up on myself into a fetus position. Once I became aware of it, I had to find a way to regain control. So nowadays, as soon as I detect the first physical signs, I will immediately straighten up. That simple movement puts me back in control. I know I'm having an imposter syndrome attack, but I decide to not let it consume me. I manage it. Managing your emotions will help you relax, brush off anxiety, gloom or irritability and very importantly for entrepreneurs, it will help you deal with the consequences of failure. If you are poor in this ability, you will constantly battle feelings of distress. If you're good at it, you will be able to bounce back faster from setbacks. Emotional self-control is about delaying gratification and stifling impulsiveness. It is also about motivating yourself or getting into a state of flow. When you can do that on a regular basis, you will be more productive and effective in whatever you undertake. You will enjoy outstanding performance. I find there are four things that helps me get into the right flow. Thinking about how I feel once I've done my work, especially those tasks that I don't want to do because I find them boring. Establishing routines and sticking to them. Starting with my morning routine. Early wake up breakfast and going to the gym because it puts me on the right tracks for the rest of the day or setting up deadlines to keep that little pressure on my shoulders because I hate being late and last but not least publicly announcing the things I need to do be it on social media, to my friends or family, it doesn't matter because once I announce them to the world They commit me. I don't have the choice but to deliver. Now the question is how to maintain constant levels of motivation. In my experience, I don't think it's possible. There will be times when you can't motivate yourself whatever you try and that is absolutely fine. You also need to allow yourself some me time to recover both mentally and physically. It's part of the process. We will cover this aspect in episode 9 of the Entrepreneur Alphabet. Great leaders, and entrepreneurs are leaders by default, have one skill in common. Empathy. It is the fundamental people skill that builds on emotional self-awareness. It's the ability to recognize emotions in others. People who are empathic are more inclined to the social signals that indicate what others need or want. Empathy will make you a better leader. And what is a leader, if not someone who puts the needs of others ahead of their own? Like Simon Sinek says, leadership is not about being in charge, it's about taking care of those in your charge. This therefore puts empathy as the number one skill necessary to excel at leadership. How good of a leader are you then? In his book, From Good to Great, Why Some Companies Make the Leap and Others Don't, Jim Collins, provides five key characteristics of what he calls level five leaders. One, they are ambitious for the company, not for themselves. Two, they set up their staff for success. Three, they are humble. Four, they are fanatically driven by results. And five, they attribute success to factors other than themselves and take the blame when things go wrong. Do an honest assessment with yourself. And that should give you an idea of where you stand as a leader. If you need help, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I can make you a better leader through coaching. So we talked about self-awareness, managing your emotions, motivating yourself and recognizing emotions in others. The last aspect of emotional intelligence is the ability to handle relationships. Basically, it comes down to being able to manage emotions in others. Handling relationships is an art and it requires to excel in two particular emotional skills, self-management and empathy, which we have already covered. Deficit in both skills lead to ineptness in the social world. It can cause you to come off arrogant, obnoxious or insensitive which aren't the traits you want others to perceive about you if you wish to develop great relationships. When you are able to develop social skills, you will be able to inspire others, thrive in intimate relationships, persuade, influence and put others at ease. And that is part of your job as an entrepreneur. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe to my podcast so you never miss any. See you next time. Bye for now.